Fearscape Media Network. Exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time. Who is the Slender Man? Coming to the Fearscape Media Network, FSMN's first ever mega October Network crossover event, The Slender Man. Featuring three of your favorite network podcasts covering the Slender Man in all his slender glory. On October 1st, you'll hear Ghosts in the Attic, Bodies in the Basement, covering the Slender Man stabbing, where two 12 year old girls lured their friend into a forest and stabbed her 19 times in a tent to become proxies of the fictional character, the Slender Man. On October 6th, Fearscape Paranormal Podcasts will be covering the legend, lore, and creepypasta of The Slender Man. And finally, on October 12th, join the Misters of the Dark as they cover the 2018 horror film Slender Man, just in time for the Halloween season. Go to fearscapemedia.com or wherever you stream your favorite Fearscape Media Network podcasts. Happy Halloween! Ghosts in the Attic's Bodies in the Basements may contain graphic, violent, vulgar, or explicit content not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Ghosts in the Attic, Spies in the Basement. I'm Anna. And I'm Lindsay. Come on inside. And for those of you who may just be listening for the first time, we are a true crime paranormal podcast. Um, We try to cover a little bit of everything here from the unknown to the just absolutely known. (laughs) Horrifically known. Yeah. So, and even still some unknown things. And that brings me into my very first topic in just a little bit so keep that in mind but before we get into you know the knit and the grit and the all the just gross horror things that life has to bring uh how have you been lately you know it has been very interesting over here uh for starters I went all craft mode and decided to make accessories for my kids Halloween costumes because The only accessories you can find online for the characters they want to be are like cosplay stuff. That's just expensive. Yeah, I bet. And so I found Uh, like a YouTube tutorial and like I went to Hobby Lobby and Dollar Tree and I've gotten pretty far on uh, the seven-year-old's costumes. The 10-year-old's costume needs a lot less work. Right. But I have to figure out how to do it, if that makes sense. Yeah, considering we're not seamstress, it's kind of like well, 
for hers i have to how do you do this with as little sewing as possible well thankfully the only thing i might have to sew is some elastic for like a utility belt thing but oh nice but for the most part like for the for the 10 year old's costume i have to make like a new hilt for a sword and adjust mm-hmm. the blade because it's like part of the character's story that her blade is different so like i don't know Hopefully once I get a chance to sit down and take a look at it, it won't be that bad, but yeah, but so there's been a lot of crafting going on over here. And then yesterday, my husband went hunting and he comes back home and I thought it was weird. I thought it was taking him a while because I took the kids to spirit. We went and checked out the Halloween stuff and Fun. they were taking so long and I felt bad because I was like, well, crap, we're not going to be back before they get back and they're going to want to see their uncle, blah, 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 because my husband's brother went with him and I was like I don't I was like that sucks like I didn't mean for it to take all day whatever but then we still made it home before them and I was like that's weird right and then I'm sitting there and two of the kids are outside playing on the swing he walks in the front door and he goes what's in the backyard and I'm like oh god like what did the kids do like are they being really loud like whatever and then I go outside and there is a puppy oh yeah, so we have we already have two dogs. We have Muse, who's our twelve year old old lady grump dog, and then there's Loki, who has been featured barking in the background a few times on here. Uh, right, and he's our German short haired pointer, and he's actually gone right now training to be able to go hunting and stuff. And I've been like talking a lot about so there's like a whole GSP community on TikTok. <laughs> And so I'm constantly getting GSP videos and a lot of the people I follow are starting to get puppies and I'm like, oh, we don't need one. We don't need one. We don't need one. Right. But then we got one (laughs) and she's adorable. Well, that's exciting. So yeah, we're trying to keep her out of all the craft stuff because I've been crafting for Halloween. (laughs) Yeah, I bet that's interesting. I have been doing a lot of crafting, but for work purposes. Oh, yeah. Trying to get ready for Halloween candy pass out. So I have like 6,000 pieces of candy in my office and I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm not. The temptation though. I know. The good news is I like gummy candies or chewy candies Mm -hmm. and there's really like none of that in here. So. Oh, good. So kind of gets that. Just a lot of chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. So much chocolate, but man, something about those fun size Snickers, though, right? It's because there's not so much caramel to get stuck in your teeth. Maybe, man. Now I wish I had candy. I like the those fun size Butterfingers because they're not like yes. you remember Butterfinger uh, BBs. Yes, God. a full size Butterfingers too damn much Butterfinger. Your teeth in my just opinion. start sticking uh, together. <laughs> they hurt. I don't know. It's just not my. It's not my jam, but a small one I can do like one a year, one small one a year. Yeah, like the little bite-sized ones that you get for Halloween are like perfect butterfinger size. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I've been I'm gonna be a fairy godmother. I've got my costume all put together. I'm really excited about it. Nice. I don't know what I'm gonna do for makeup, whether I keep it like simple or just go all out really crazy with it. I have yet to decide. Um, but yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm gearing up for spooky season. Uh, last night we had, um, caramel vodka, apple vodka, and apple cider. 
with a little bit of Sprite to make it fizzy. Nice. And it was mm, last, uh, last fall. So good. Last fall, I would make, what was it? It was apple cider, caramel vodka, and butterscotch schnapps. Ooh. And it was really good. It was like the perfect fall drink. I remember like back in Colorado days, we used to drink like, it was like a flaming apple cider or something. I don't remember it was, what they named it, but it had like fireball in it. We oh, I don't remember that. that. Do you not remember? We we tried it the way the bartender made it at home and we couldn't get it right. So we just got rid of the fireball altogether. And it was like apple pucker and something else cranberry juice cranberry juice i remember now yes okay yeah but and it was really good the one at the bar was x the one at the bar was like drinking one of those caramel apple suckers yeah and they were like Like it has fire suckers ever and i was like fireball i don't know about that now i just want candy and that (laughs) drink alcohol (laughs) that was good though I mean, I want one of those drinks. Oh, we also had stuff to make Bloody Marys, which I'm just now getting into. I'm late to the game, but whatever. I've only ever tried and, one or two. Everyone always I mean, tells me I'll like them because I like tomato juice. Right. They're good. Um, I've learned that not all mixers are the same. Oh, yeah. So there is that. But I think the mixers we got last night were pretty good. It's just, it's a savory drink, which sounds fucking stupid. Right, but it's a savory drink, and it's not like a gulp it type exactly, of situation. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. taste like candy, so it doesn't go down quite as smooth. Exactly, you know, the Tabasco sauce prevents that. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Oh, I sound like an alcoholic. I'm not. I just occasionally drink, and I talk about uh, it when I'm on here. So, because who the fuck else am I going to tell? Right. This is our adult talk time because our lives right. are literally work, kids, pets, whatever. Yeah. It's like, let's have a full length conversation about this with Landon. No, that's no. <laughs> not a good idea. And he's the only person I see besides my husband who very rarely drinks. And he's like, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, he's like, that's not interesting, but I'll pretend like it is. Right. I don't know. Um, Since we last spoke. Uh, there has been new developments in the Gabby Petito case, and that's what I was hinting at at the start of the show. Yes. Um, I'm on CNN.com, and I'm just going to read straight from the website. That way there's no misinterpretation. And when we left off uh, last week or last episode, I always say week. Anyways, when we left off before she was still missing everybody was still like she had just been reported missing for a few days and it was really just blowing up yeah Uh, and everybody was on the looks yeah so much has happened so this article was posted on the 25th of september 2021 at 2 38 p.m eastern time that way anybody listening six months from now it's not and also because news. the episode comes out after, like, we might have more developments after we're done recording, but before the episode airs. Yeah. So. Okay. So the FBI confirmed Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday was the 21st. So September 21st. Uh, that's the only thing I'm adding here. Uh, that the remains found Sunday in an area of Wyoming's Bridgerton. I don't know. That's a show. I, like, listen, show. I haven't had Red Bull today, guys. Leave me alone uh bridger teton 
National Forest were those of 22-year-old Gabby Petito, whose parents reported her missing more than a week earlier. The coroner's initial determination for Petito's manner of death is homicide, the FBI said in a tweet. That seems so weird, by the way, but whatever. 21st century. Uh, I know. We're getting the news via tweet now. Uh, Petito had been traveling with her boyfriend, Brian Landry. Laundry, I've heard it pronounced both ways. I don't know. Uh, prior to her disappearance, Landry returned to uh, their Northport, Florida home earlier this month without Petito, and he refused to talk to authorities, the police said. Uh, his parents later told police that he left home with a backpack on September 14th. A source close to Landry's family told CNN that Landry left their home without his cell phone and wallet. I had heard before we move on from that point, I had heard that his parents were concerned that he was going to hurt himself. And yet they did not tell authorities that he was gone until that Friday. That's horrible. So the whole theory is that they weren't really concerned about that at all. And they just gave him a head start to go on the run. Yeah. Local and federal authorities have been searching for Landry in 25,000 acre Florida natural reserve on Thursday, the FBI announced A federal arrest warrant has been issued for Landry and his activities after Petito's death. Yeah, they can't go after him for the murder. But but he's acting real sus. So he used a debit card. Oh, did he? Yeah, he used a debit card and um, pulled out like $1,000 or something like that. Don't quote me on the amount. Right. So that's what they're technically searching for him for is the fraud. Well, I mean, it doesn't look good that he came back without her. Right. It doesn't look good that he's now missing. I'm sorry. I don't think he's missing. I think he fled. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's my personal opinion. And I mean, Gabby Petito's parents came out and said as much. Yeah. Uh, Cause that was before her body had been found. And they were like, Brian's not missing. Gabby is missing. Brian yeah. is hiding. Yeah. It's heartbreaking all the way around. Um, so those people who we told to actively search for Gabby, thank you. If you did, um, a dark ending happened and we were really hoping for a better outcome. Yeah. And hopefully the authorities are able to find Brian. I know there's a big running theory that maybe he did go to that nature preserve. They've been searching and to kill himself man which i want to touch for a second on theories because we talk a lot about the sensationalism of true crime on here and the tiktok theories man like okay tiktok is next level they don't play and like and like don't get me wrong social media played a very big part in being able to find gabby's body because a video blogger went through their footage and found the van and based off of like their footage and the dates and stuff like that the authorities were able to actually find her so like there is good things and it's good that it got her story out for people to be able to find it. And then you can put the pieces together like, oh, well, I picked up Brian hitchhiking. Like, oh, well, this. But then it goes a step further where then people are like having these outlandish theories of they I saw one theory. And for the record, I think this is disgusting for somebody to say um, they were saying like how they were so into true crime and they just wanted to feel something. So they went and killed people and then she felt guilty about it. So he killed her. And it's just like these, these 
are real people. That's a big allegation to make. Exactly. And like, and the reason that is, I'm sure everybody who follows us knows there there was a couple. Yeah. And then they were found deceased. Yeah. They had been murdered. And so that's where that came from, even though the authorities have said there's no relation between the two cases, but like, you know, I get, I get theories whenever pretty little liars was out like, man, I read so many theories and the theories were all better than the outcome of the show, but that's fiction. That's fiction. This is real people's lives. This is a current thing. It's just devastating all the way around. And I know that we've talked before about how uh, we get into true crime because we're trying to make sense out of something that just does not make sense to us, but you can do that respectfully without going on TikTok and talking about how crazy allegations that right. aren't going to do anything to help the FBI. Because here's, here's the thing, too, because I always see like TikTok's going to solve this faster than the FBI. Y'all know they don't give all the information publicly. I mean, at least you did, should they know. have an upper hand. Exactly. Because then they can get off on a technicality and stuff like that. So it's like, I'm not saying that cases don't get mishandled. We see it all the time, unfortunately, in true crime. But, you know, the, the, the FBI doesn't need your outlandish theories. No. Well, and the thing of it, some people take everything they see on the internet, read on the internet, or hear on internet platforms as solid facts. Like there Which is kind of no, relates to what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, there but, is yeah. no in-between. And so for that, it can be very terrifying if you go and say, oh, well, Gabby got murdered because she also murdered and blah 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 blah. like that's horrible right and to say that some people might actually believe you exactly and and then just gets spread around like wildfire and then here's poor gabby's parents and family and friends like all having to hear that having to hear that she was murdered because she was going to go to the police because she was involved in a murder or whatever i'm sure there's other theories besides that one that's just one that stuck out to my in my mind and i was like this is disgusting Right. And all the while they're just trying to mourn. Mm-hmm. But and hoping for justice of some sort in finding Brian. Or whoever may have done it. I mean, I mean there's even a real if- there's a real possibility, and I'm not trying to be like on his side. Maybe he didn't do it. Maybe there was or maybe like, there was some sort of accident or something, something but he, he's but the he only knows. one who's gonna have information on it. Yeah. Regardless of what happened, let's pretend for a minute that we don't think he did it. He's the only one who is with her. He has to know literally something. Mm -hmm. And even if it's just me and Gabby got into another horrific fight and I left her on the side of the road and I know that that was wrong, but this is where I left her. I mean, it could be that simple, but the way he's behaving, it's making it look like he did way more than that. He lawyered up as soon as she was reported missing like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is super sketch. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's a whole big mess and the reality of it is a mess. So I just feel the, the theories need to cool it a little bit. Right. Enough with the outlandish theories, because like I said, a lot of people believe those. Imagine you come across a TikTok video where somebody has a very convincing theory and then you have a hard time differentiating between like, maybe they worded it in a way that like, you didn't know if it was fact or fiction and then you think you know something calling a tip yeah and then that's uh, just another tip they have to go through 
That would I be just, horrible. Yeah. I don't know if something like that would happen, but it's the internet. <laughs> right. Anything's possible with the internet. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. It's like right. internet has some great things. Like we can live in separate States and make this podcast. Thanks to the internet. But then there's also other things. Yes. So many stupid things that my child watches, for instance, on YouTube, which I yes. hope that you cannot hear while we record. I've asked like 17 times to turn it down. And all the while it's still screaming in my other room. So fun times. You know, fun times. Speaking of little kids and YouTube, that's how my son first heard about what we're going to talk about today and my daughter. But we were driving down the road the other day, and I promise this all makes relative sense in theory. Um, we were driving down the road the other day, and he goes, look, that's a cell phone tower. I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> and he goes, look, a cell phone tower. I go, yeah, cool. And then he's like, there's another one. And it's got so many, like, heads on it. And I go, so many heads on it. What the fuck are you talking Siren about? Siren head. Siren head. He was talking <laughs> about Siren head, which is this creepy pasta about telephone towers. I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't know anything about head. Siren head, except for that seven-year-old talks about him all the time. Yeah. And one day, like one of her friends at school drew her a picture of Siren head. She's like, isn't it so good? <laughs> it's like, what are you all <laughs> watching? And why, do, why do all of the kids know it? <laughs> Right. And that's kind of going to tie into what we're going to talk about today. Today, we are kicking off October with a special network wide event. You'll hear part one here, which is the true crime. The other parts will air on Fearscape Paranormal Podcast and Mysteries of the Dark. So with that being said, here's part one to Slender Man. Now, like I said, we've all heard about creepypastas, Slender Man being a very well-known one, but then there's little ones that are new, like Siren Head, and you know, there's a lot of the killer. <laughs> uh, so many things. So funny. What, there's, what a mask. Was there's a mask now. That's how that's like the reach of these creepy pastas. Not only do all the kids know about it, there is a mask that Spirit Halloween sells. And Man. it's called it's called like Jay the Killer, or it's something like that, where it's not ripping it off, but it's it's Jeff the Killer. Which, if you all have never read Jeff the Killer, I can't remember it. I read it years ago, and it was funny to me. And then at the end, there's like this clearly very photoshopped, overexposed picture of this like smiling face. Like I don't even know, but mm. but that's how that's how popular these things get. Is that it became a mask that you can buy and you can dress up as Jeff the Killer for Halloween. Do you remember Chris, uh, what is it? Candle Cove? Which one's that? Oh, okay. So Candle Cove, it's a creepypasta on Channel Zero. And it's like this weird old like cartoon thing. I don't know. It's, it's really fucking weird. And you read about how like the TV goes to static and then it's on the, the right channel to get, you know, Channel Zero. And that's where all the static is. But in the midst of all the static, there's Candle Cove. I don't know. I'm doing it no justice. It was really cool when I read it. <laughs> um, and now I think there's like even like creepy pasta turned into TV. But I don't know. What that sounds the, really familiar, but I can't. I can't it, rem- it was like an anthology style show, but I can't for the life of me remember what the name of it was. 
Uh, brain. It doesn't work. They say that it's if you don't use something, you lose it. Well, I haven't used my brain enough lately, obviously. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. So Slender Man is just like some of those others that we talked about, a creepypasta. And it's so weird, creepypastas, because when we were kids, it was urban legends and, and ghost stories and stuff like that. But as time evolved, the land of get, the Internet. Yep. You get creepypasta. And the thing is, with like the reach of the internet, like I said before, like it's you can buy Halloween costumes, Jeff the Killer. You can buy a Halloween costume of Slender Man. There's a morph suit that Party City carries that looks like Slender Man. But that also means that these stories can go so far. Yeah. Very quickly. I looked up the definition of creepypasta, essentially an internet horror story or a myth passed around other sites to frighten readers and viewers. The word creepypasta comes from the term copy pasta from urban dictionary so i'm just like you know i didn't know that it came from copy pasta i don't know what the fuck a copy pasta copy pasta is like the posts that people copy and paste like the i bet you won't share this like that nonsense or like mlmers will do it a lot where it's like my best friend and it's like oh well apparently like everybody i follow on facebook has the same best friend who had this exact experience and her tattoo looks remarkably similar to Betty's over here. Yeah, it, it, I see those a lot. I didn't know yeah. that's what that was called, though. It's just some sort of like internet lingo of it. Yeah, it's like chain mail, but exactly, it's, it's the stuff. it's the social media version of chain mail. And so then creepy pastas. Uh-huh. I remember one creepy pasta I read because okay, the thing about creepy pastas, if you're not into that kind of thing, is they're written in a way that they appear true. They're usually um, like first person, right? Yeah, they're first person. It's like some, it makes it sound like you're on a Reddit forum of somebody telling you like, hey, this happened. What do I do? Stay out of the forest. Yeah, and I remember one in particular I read, because do you remember probably in like 2014, 2015, me and you spent all day long on Creepypasta reading (laughs) stories and we were so Uh, scared. (laughs) I do remember uh, that. I remember one I read, uh, Cause like, okay, the house that we lived in at the time where the desk was, if you're sitting at the desk at the computer, the back door, which is one of those doors that have like the nine square windows up at the top, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, like that's to your back. And I just remember like looking over my shoulder <laughs> over and over reading this one story <laughs> where like, I don't even remember what the story was now, but I can see the picture. Like basically they had somebody like outside of their apartment or yeah. whatever, like a stalker type story, but I don't even know. I just remember. We spent like a whole day doing nothing but reading creepy pauses. I think we were trying to get inspiration for writing. I mean, probably. And then we just or got it was, sucked in. Or it was spooky season and we were just doing it because we're weird. Oh, that's a huge possibility. Absolutely. It really is. But yeah, they're, uh, they're written in a way that they seem true, which is, I feel very valid with the Slender Man story. Yes. I mean- We've all heard some sort of wild out of this world tell, whether it be an urban legend, a a really kick-ass ghost story, um, or you read a creepypasta. And they're supposed to be in good fun. Just something to give you a little goosebumps or bump in the nights. Um, Unfortunately, though, we all know that children, oh, children, they're a lot more impressionable than we adults are most of the time. And they tend to have more difficult times 
telling the difference between reality and fiction, especially when you see something on the internet, like a YouTube video where mm -hmm. they act out these, I've seen YouTube videos my son watches where they're playing that granny video game, but like somebody dresses up like granny and oh, she yeah. up around the house. I've it's seen like, that with Hello Neighbor. Yeah, Hello Neighbor. Um, um, the there's like a whole one. series. I don't know what the channel is, but like I would recognize it if I saw it where they have like these creepy dolls that keep showing up and there's the doll maker and like all this stuff. And uh, Nora struggled sleeping for nights. Aww. And I kept telling her like, it's fake. Watch different videos. She's like, but no, like it's real people in the video. I'm like, okay. Right. It's, I'm like, they're, it's like they're making a movie, but they're doing it themselves and putting it on YouTube instead of it being yeah. like Hollywood making a movie. So very difficult for kids with the internet. Yeah. So we've all been to sleepovers or whatever guys call sleepovers, like hanging out that just turns into passing out. I don't know. I don't pretend to know what guys call sleepovers because I have a feeling it's not sleepovers, but we've all had nights where we spent the night with a friend. So on May 31st, 2014, after a birthday party sleepover, 12-year-olds Anissa Wire, Morgan Geyser, and Peyton Leitner, I think I said that right. Um, they were celebrating Morgan's birthday and then they uh, went to David Park, the wooded area in Waukesha, Wisconsin. The reason they went to the woods, I heard different things. One thing said that they were just trying to go to play a game of hide and seek. But then um, on an interview with Peyton's mom, she had said that they were looking for a mansion in the woods that they believed Slender Man lived in. Okay, so Which we've all been little kids going out in the woods like just, oh, there's some legendary place yeah, out here playing pretend and it just fucking went off the rails. Yeah, things took a turn. Uh, they pinned Peyton down and pulled out a knife that was about five inches long, like the blade and proceeded to stab her 19 times. Uh, One of the wounds missed a major artery near her heart by a millimeter. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, one went completely through her diaphragm, cut her stomach, cut her liver. Oh, that's yeah. heartbreaking. Um, they left her on the ground. They told her, I guess, to lay down so she wouldn't bleed out and that they were going to go get help. And then they left her. And once she was alone, this little baddie dragged herself to the road where a bicyclist then found her and called 911. Okay. That's a lot to unpack. So let's just break it down. They're having a sleepover. Everything seems fine. Hey, we're going to innocently go play in the woods. And then two girls gang up on another girl and stab her with, I mean. A huge knife. That's a big knife. And then 19 times on top of that, that's usually like an act of passion is what they say. Um, right, yeah. So that's really fucking scary. And to just leave her and tell her they're going to go get help and then. For her to finally realize that they're not and so she has to find help herself god that's heartbreaking i wonder i didn't see anything in my research but uh i wonder how long she waited or if it was like as soon as they were gone she immediately booked it i would have like waited just long enough to make sure they weren't coming back yeah and then left because that's, i can't imagine the fear no exactly that's horrible to like think someone's your friend and then jk they're gonna stab you i mean no and when the girls left, obviously they did not get her help. They walked like five miles away to like, and they were picked up by the police at a furniture store, like on the complete opposite side of town. 
Oh and my they, gosh. they had the knife in their backpack, like everything. And she was rushed to the hospital. She did survive. Oh, that's amazing. Thankfully. Right. And she was actually only in the hospital for a week. That's like, because kids heal faster than us. <laughs> yeah. And then she was, she even went back to school the following September, which I get at that point, you're not going to see those people again. No, but, but everybody how, knows your know. business. Everybody knows your business. How could you ever trust anybody again? Right, man. I'd be homeschooled straight uh, up. Good for you, Peyton, because like, wow. After the attack, it was reported that Morgan felt no empathy or guilt for the attack. That's horrifying. In the interview video, uh, she said, quote, I didn't want to do it, but I was afraid of what would happen if I didn't, end quote. And when the detective asked if she felt bad about it, she said, quote, I thought about it, but then I decided that remorse would get me nowhere. You thought about if you should feel guilty, but it's not going to get you anywhere. That's fucked up. And super, super cold. Like, bless America. Like, that's bad times. Like, I don't get that. It would get me nowhere. That's very callous. It's easier to live without regrets, quote unquote. Yeah, that's very (laughs) callous. Yeah. Wow. So while Morgan felt absolutely no guilt, Anissa did struggle with feeling guilty. But ultimately, they both felt the attack was necessary. And why Why? was it necessary? But yeah, why would it be necessary to hurt your friend? To appease Slenderman. Oh, yeah, yeah, logically. Yeah. That makes all the sense. So in the interrogation, Morgan had said that Anissa told me that we had to. They asked why, like the detective asked why, and she said, because she said that he'd kill our families. Who's he? A man. I don't know him, but Anissa knew him. And then she goes on to say it's Slenderman. But then in Anissa's interrogation, she said, Morgan said, we have to kill Bella, which Bella was the nickname for Peyton. I don't know if that was one that they gave her or if that's something that everybody called her, but um, that's the only time I ever heard them say it. Okay. Gotcha. um, So, so basically they thought that the only way, because they kept saying in the interviews that like that Slender Man preys on children, which I can't say I know enough about the Slender Man lore to, to know about that, but they kept saying that he, he preys on children and that they were like, they wanted to get in his good graces. And so um, they planned the attack for months. One, I heard six months. I only heard it on like one interview though. So I don't know if that's accurate. Right. But, uh, a six, six months or six days. It's still a long time to plan or six something hours, out. Like, but six months for a bunch of 12 year olds oh. and six months. I can't say that a 12 year old would still be interested in the same thing, let alone- no. So basically they got on creepy pasta, read all about Slenderman, started to believe he was real, despite the fact that in the interviews, they kept, they described what a creepy pasta was like in the interrogation interviews. They're like a creepy pasta is horror stories meant to scare the reader, blah, blah, blah. Right. But then still bought into it and then attempted to murder their friend. That's. And if you watch those interrogation videos, it's unnerving, especially watching um, the Morgan. She was the one who felt no empathy. Right. She just like, while she's like waiting for the detectives to come, she's just like dancing around the room, like just hanging out and chilling. Wow. Like the kind of movements, like my 10 year old does that like kind of stuff all the time, like moving around. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, like where there's kind of being, being a, kid, a kid. Yeah. But also 
but she's in an interrogation room covered in her friend's blood. The severity of the situation that should dictate different behavior. Right. And, um, and I felt, I mean, I'm no psychology expert, but just between that, watching her dance around and then watching Anissa's interrogation, she's sitting like her body language is like how, like when you're in a principal's office, like where you kind of like have your hands in your lap, like, like head down. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, like the detective's like, Hey, your parents know that we're here with you. And she's, she was like concerned. She's like, are my parents scared? So you could tell that she was kind of having some second thoughts (laughs) about everything. Um, at least that's how it came across to me. Yeah. I mean, second thoughts, at least I would hope. And if not second thoughts, maybe a little bit of remorse. Yeah. Like what did say that she struggled with feeling guilty. Anissa did. Yeah. And then at one point it showed, um, it showed Morgan, is she dead? And the detective is like, well, we don't know. Like she had to go to the hospital and she's like, oh, she did. And like, you could, it sounded as though she's like trying to feign concern, but instead almost sounds in my opinion, this is my personal opinion disappointed that she found out she got help and went to the hospital right because they 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 wanted her to die truly believed according to their story anyway slender man made them kill her give her or or try to sacrifice you know yeah they tried to sacrifice her to appease slender man and in that theory um hey guys it's not real don't do it when i told uh my seven-year-old kept trying to talk to me whenever i was like putting notes together in researching and she was like what are you researching and i was like slender man and she goes well you should talk about how he's not real <laughs> i was like well yeah you're right i was like but unfortunately to. people thought he was real and did bad things yeah you know and that's the thing with like slender man or siren head or any of those other ones these kids are just like sucked into it has to be like a level of mind fuck for these, like especially like seven-year-olds and stuff like that, that are really impressionable to not know that it's not real. Cause like for a very long time, uh, Landon thought, and he's seven, if there were TV shows on, they were real, not scripted or anything because they had living, breathing humans in them. And the only thing that was fake was cartoons. Right. anything animated he 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 literally struggled with that for the longest time well i even remember let's see i guess i would have been four when the lion king came out in theaters right and i remember being terrified because you know at the bottom of the theater next to each side of the screen are emergency exits yeah. i thought that was the backstage and that's where everybody <laughs> was and i was like terrified that scar was gonna get us yeah. And I know four-year-old versus 12-year-old, huge difference there. But the point is, it's They're so hard kids. to like blur. And like, that was pre-internet days. Mm-hmm. So it's just even harder on the kids now. Well, I mean, if you remember Bloody Mary and things like mm-hmm. that were so big when we were kids. And well, I remember crying. I got invited to like a sleepover birthday party. Hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> And I remember just crying. My mom was like, what is wrong? And I was like, is Bloody Mary real? Because like everyone was going to do Bloody Mary at the sleepover. Right. And like, and she was like, no, it's not real. Like sat down, like told me it's just like the urban legend or whatever. Right. So they had planned the attack for six months or so we had heard. 
Right. But they plan the attack nonetheless. Uh, Morgan was charged with the attempted first degree murder and Anise was charged with attempted second degree murder. And given the situation, they were going to be tried as adults. In 2017, Anise pled guilty, but was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. So insanity plea. She was sentenced to 25 years to life with at least three years locked in confinement and involuntary psychiatric treatment. Morgan initially took a plea deal, but later pled guilty and was also found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. She was later diagnosed with schizophrenia and was sentenced to 40 years to life with at least three years locked in confinement and involuntary psychiatric treatment until they reached a resolution of symptoms or she reached the age of 53, whichever came first. That's, I feel, probably best that they went to involuntary treatment because what they done is very hard to swallow. And, you know, you always hear of people that murder being adults and adults murder children. And then that's horrible in its own right. But for a child to murder another child, or at least try to. And honestly, it makes a lot of sense uh, that it turns out she had schizophrenia because that could be why she she really did believe she really did believe Slender Man was saying that. So, I mean, that in itself, because she was, in the way I see it, the ringleader of the two. Right. And um, and even Peyton kept saying, Morgan stabbed me. Like, whenever they asked, like, what happened to you, she told the hospital or whoever it was, Morgan stabbed me. Man. Ugh, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm so glad she got help, though, and that she was able to survive. Like, that's so. Yeah. It could be such a different outcome. In 2020, Mm -hmm. Morgan attempted to file an appeal to be retried as a juvenile and hoped for a second degree charge. Her attorney filed stating that she was never read her Miranda right before uh, giving her statements to the investigators. He petitioned the Supreme Court of Wisconsin to revisit the uh, the ruling that they had gave. At court on March 10th, 2021, Anissa wrote that she was sorry and deeply regretful for the agony, pain, and fear she had caused. Not just to the victim, but, and she put, and I quote, to my community as well, end quote. She went on to say later, quote, I hate my actions, May 31st, 2014, but through countless hours of therapy, I no longer hate myself for them, end quote. And I think that's just, like, I'm glad she understands what she did was wrong, but right there, I no longer hate myself for them. That's, I know that we don't need to root for bad people, but I'm glad that she was able to come through and figure out that you don't have to hate who you are anymore. And it's important to know she was a child. Yeah, she was little. She was 12 years old. So it's a little bit different than say like Ted Bundy. Yeah. You know, a whole 40 plus, yeah, 40 (laughs) plus year old person. A 12-year-old, they're not, I mean, there's a reason you can't drive until a certain age and you can't drink until a certain age because your brain hasn't developed enough. And so for- He doesn't have that judgment. And Yeah, to be 12, you don't have that sense of like a clear path right then. I mean, you do have enough of one. I shouldn't have followed along with this, but it's not enough to say definitively, like I did this because X, Y, Z and like- I don't know. I had a 12 year old. They don't make a lot of sense. So I'm glad that this child now adult was able to 
go and get help and and is remorseful and everything because that's important. exactly yeah on july 1st 2021 waukesha county judge michael Bowen ordered that anisa was to be released from the winnebago mental health institute uh they gave state officials 60 days to draw up a conditional release plan and required that she be assigned state department of health case managers to track her progress until she's 37 years old which was the length of her commitment i guess when she was like arrested right Um, and as of monday september 13th 2021 anisa was released with multiple stipulations to include 24-hour gps monitoring requiring her not to leave waukesha county without permission She will also have her internet monitored and will not be allowed to use any forms of social media. And she will also be required to take medication and will be personally escorted to regular counseling uh, sessions by a caseworker. I find that fair. Yes. The Leitner family uh, wished that she had served a longer sentence, which like I get that. I feel that. Uh, they, they were a little bit disappointed, but they said that they had mentally prepared themselves for that moment to come for a while. Yeah. And uh, they did say that they were, quote, reasonably comfortable with the stipulations attached to her release. I think it goes without saying, but they should have said it anyway, just for, you know, shits and giggles. Um, Maybe no contact with your former victim. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that was a lot of the concerns. Some of our source links are like a YouTube video to like interviews. Right. The concerns we're talking about her getting out. We're like, you don't think that they're going to she's going to target Peyton. So I would hope that in, it sounds like her stipulations are strict enough that that probably is in there somewhere and just not listed yeah, kind of publicly. Just not listed. Yeah. Um, Cause if she's being monitored, she's not allowed to have social media. So finding Peyton would be a little bit more difficult. If I was Peyton, I would change my full fucking name. Or move out of the County. Cause she can't leave the County. Yep. Or something. Just in general, would you want your name attached to this shit? I wouldn't. Mm. I'd be like, okay, Look, so this horrible thing happened to me when I was 12. I'm going to change all my information so nobody can track me to this case. Okay, exactly. Thanks. Like I've had friendships go south in a way that didn't include me being stabbed 19 times. Right. And I don't want any contact with those people. No, like, no, no. There are so many people that I did not get stabbed by, but if they did stab me, it would be, and I lived, it'd be on yeah like, so court case like all the things like it would be on and and it's not like i hate people i reserve hate for very few people in life because it takes up too much of my motherfucking energy mm-hmm. but i will say that i dislike lots of people and for lots of various reasons you could just be rude to old people when they're trying to like go to their car with a bunch of groceries and you don't offer to put them in their trunk that's rude as hell it's little things like that that I have a lot of like pet peeves, little things like that that I realize as I'm getting older, I'm the old person that says, get off my lawn. Like that's oh, that's yeah. me. I'm that person and I'm sorry for it, but not really. But not really. But yeah, not all really. that to say, I hope I hope she's okay. Like Peyton with because it's when we're recording this, we're still in September, barely, but still in September. This just happened. She yeah. just got out less than two weeks ago. And, you know, we didn't find it in our research and I guarantee there's a reason for that. And it's called privacy. But I just wonder, like, did Peyton have to get a lot of counseling and and is she okay? And is Peyton okay? Like, that's all I really care about is like how she turned out. Like, 
I would like for them to do an interview, like an update on the life of Peyton. But also I could see her not times. wanting to come out now I know. years later. Just That's where the curiosity comes in. Yeah. You but know? I can see it, especially, I mean, it's possible there's something out there that we just aren't aware of because you can't find literally everything on a subject. And if you can, you're doing better than we are. <laughs> we have never claimed to be experts. You guys know that. But not even close. I barely graduated high school. Like I'm not anywhere near an expert on anything. But yeah, hopefully she's handling it okay, knowing that Anissa's out. I hope yeah. she's able to come to some peace with that. I I hope that she's found a way to trust people again. And I hope that she's also not hating herself for what happened. Right because for nobody trusting, deserves or trusting, for trusting people yeah. yeah so so there you have it this is the true crime side of the horrific story of slender man you can hear the next parts um the next episode is going to be on the lore of of slender man because we kind of just kept it pretty brief here because we were focusing on the true crime and that is going to air on Fearscape Paranormal Podcasts on October 6th, which is a Wednesday, according to my calendar. And then you can hear about the Slenderman movie that came out in 2018 on Mysteries of the Dark on October 12th. All right. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? You have a call to action. If you want to hear more about this, you've got to tune into those other podcasts. So, I mean, you can find out the full circle of how and once it's all it, together <laughs> yeah it, it makes it like i can't wait till they're all out so i can binge listen to everything that's what i'm planning to do yeah but, make it all fit together because yeah. this is a crazy story on its own but then hearing when you factor in that there's a, a, there's lore and then they got turned into a movie you're just like i'm sorry what the fuck yeah because like like i said earlier i don't know very much about slender no. man i just know what he looks like like right. the big tall, like he doesn't have a face, wears a suit, like really long limbs. Yeah. He's slender. And he's a man. That's about <laughs> all I got. Right. I I understood enough to know that it was like shit my kids did not need to watch on YouTube. And I loved right. it at that. And doing this true crime dive, like it just it just breaks you a little bit because we are parents. And so the idea that something like that, that horrible could happen from one little girl to another little girl or one little boy to another little boy like right exactly hurting little people like i'm sorry let's not because of the things they heard on the internet i'm already scared enough for sleepovers lord right they come back with attitudes or head lice you never know what you're gonna get (laughs) i don't need them coming back from the hospital like uh right so yeah um a little bit of housekeeping at the end of the hour if you are local-ish to the Shawnee, Oklahoma area, we have a promo code that you will hear at the end of this episode for Mainstream Boutique of Shawnee. It's a women and it's a multi-generational women's clothing store. And it's my favorite place to shop at. I'm literally wearing head to toe Mainstream Boutique like right now. It's, it's nice. a problem. And uh, I wanted to give a shout out to the local art gallery here in Shawnee, Oklahoma Community Art Gallery in the Shawnee Mall. Um, you guys should go check them out. I just got some really wicked paintings there the other day and they're so reasonably priced. They have a little bit of everything. And I got these really 
kick ass like fridge magnets. I showed you on FaceTime the other day. Oh they yeah, had, they're really cool. They had like one that had a like it was a dead fish and it has like X's in the eye. Yeah. And then there's an alien and they had several aliens in different colors. They have uh Rick from Rick and Morty. Nice. They, have, they had a lot of stuff there. Just so it, it's it's eclectic as hell. And that's where I live to be is just in the weird of life. So go check them out. Uh beyond that. Beyond that, even though this episode airs on October 1st, we're just going to say it one more time. September, even though it's the past when you listen to this, September is Suicide Awareness Month. Yes. As we mentioned, even though it's not a September episode, we are going to put the information below because we're recording it in September. So I felt like it was still important to mention. And it's important to mention even when it's not Awareness Month. Yep. It's important to check in on your quiet but happy people. Quiet but happy people are usually the ones hiding the most pain or outright funny as hell. Robin Never Williams. stop cracking up Robin Williams style people. Check on them. I guarantee you they're not okay. We wear a mask to make it appease other people, to make people think that we're fine. We're not. We're not right. always fine. And nobody is. Everybody has a mask. Some people's are a little bit more elaborately put together than others. Yeah. So just but, one more time, just wanted to put that out there. We'll have the phone number on the website and the chat line, all of that in the show notes. Yep. Yep. And if you want a GSP puppy, cause they are pretty cute. You will have TikTok followers. If you put them on your TikTok, just a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to Lindsay. She was like, I have so many people watching my videos. I was like, yeah, cause your dogs are cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Listeners stay spooky. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hey, Anna. You, is that a new outfit? You look super cute. It is. I just went to this really cute store in town called Mainstream Boutique. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's it's a really awesome store. It's like my little hidden secret. It's locally owned by a really wonderful woman named Kim. She's the kindest, most genuine person I've ever met. It's a women's retail boutique that offers a unique selection of clothes and apparel and accessories for all generations so teenagers to 20 and up it's magic i i mean we've talked for years about what do we wear i don't know what to wear at this age i don't want to look like a teenager this store is the store that has changed my outlook on how I appear as an adult. Oh, that's so cool. They you offer, said it's a local store? Yeah, it's local to Shawnee, Oklahoma, but they do ship. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna have to get on that website. What's their website? Their website is mainstreamboutique.com. They also have a Facebook page, which is Mainstream Boutique of Shawnee. They're a apparel and accessories for multi-generations. Their mission, which I really stand behind, is to empower, strengthen, and celebrate women in the world throughout fashion. And I think that's so- Oh, I love that. And- I'm going right now to check that out, especially if they ship. That's awesome. It's MainstreamBoutique.com or Mainstream Boutique of Shawnee. We'll put all the links in our bio, but I have an exclusive for you guys. Are you ready? I talked to the owner today for our listeners only you get 10% off your full ticket items oh all, my God. all full priced items when you ring up 10% off whether it's online or in person and if you go in person tell them 
we said, hey, uh, they said to use the code GAB for a discount code. And if you use our discount code, you get 10% off all full price items of your entire ticket. How cool is that? That is amazing. I can't wait to go check it out. Well, the next time you come visit me, we'll have to have a shopping spree. I'm in. GAB is your promo code. Thank you for listening to Ghosts in the Attic's Bodies in the Basement, a Fearscape Media podcast. Music by Stephen Temperley. Artwork by Laura Ramsey. Find us online at fearscapemedia.com forward slash GABB podcast or on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GABB podcast or email us GABB podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs>